folks, we're back. It's the uh, it's the Detroiter. We're covering sports in the Motor City and the Mitten State. <sighs> this is this is gonna be a battle today. Um, presented by the Second String, um, the SecondString.com. Trying to get in frame here. Hopefully this works. As you can tell, if you're an avid watcher on YouTube, I'm not in the usual setup. We don't have the green screen going today. Don't have the desk in front of me. Don't have any chairs. No graphics. I'm sitting on the corner of my couch. Uh, it's the most comfortable spot in the couch. If you're wondering, why don't you sit straight up? The corner is the best. I don't know if you can see my legs, but the corner is deep enough where I get the back support, which is crucial for me. Got a little scoliosis, so we got to take care of the back, right? I'm starting to get up there in age, have the miles on me, played quarterback in front of maybe the worst offensive line in the state of Michigan. So I've been battered. I've been bruised. Coming off a weekend that contained uh, 70, 72 straight hours of dancing, walking, moving, sleeping uncomfortably, um, not drinking water, sweating. So, yeah, I want a little back support. Um, the legs up always hits. I don't know a single human being on earth. If you gave them the opportunity, you can either sit with your feet flat on the floor or you can sit with your feet up. I, if you take the flat on the floor – you should be on a list in a government agency. I just, why? You know what I'm saying? Do you want clean water or do you want water that'll give you diarrhea for a month? I would hope you would say the clean water. That's kind of how I feel with the felt flat on the floor, or kick the feet up. It's always better to kick the feet up. That's just like a guaranteed human fact. If you went back to the Neanderthalic period of human evolution, I'm sure they were taking rocks before they even made the fire. They were taking rocks and putting them next to their chairs and kicking feet up. I'm sure Fred Flintstone, he probably had a recliner. I've never seen the show. I'd, I'd be willing to bet he had a recliner, though. Fred seems like a recliner guy. Seems like a guy who likes to crack open a nice cold bottle of milk, sit back, and just watch the dinosaur go by. So I'd be surprised. It's just the human innate thing that we have about us. We prefer to sit with our feet up. You can hear probably, if you're not watching on YouTube, you don't know the setup, you can hear it. My voice is in shambles. It's pretty impressive. Don't want to toot the own horn. Pretty impressive, though, that I'm here today. Um, Hair's still greasy. Fucking look horrible. I feel I don't feel terrible, but I can feel that I just felt terrible, if that makes sense. I can feel that yesterday I felt horrible. Um, the hair is disgusting. Feels gross. My skin feels pretty gross. Uh, my voice doesn't feel the best. Doesn't sound the best. I don't know. Now that I'm speaking at a more elevated volume, like if I just talk a little quieter, I think you can kind of hear the raspiness. Got a Scarlett Johansson thing going on, except I'm not her, so it doesn't play quite as much. When I do it, it's more so like, your voice is kind of irritating when it's scratchy like that, bro. Here I am, pounding away at the pavement, putting up numbers, getting something recorded for the people out there. I don't want to be a hero. It's Tuesday night as I'm doing this. Tuesday afternoon, evening, whatever. Hard Knocks comes out, episode three. It's going to be a doozy. We'll talk about it on Friday. But in the meantime, I don't know if we'll do any sports today. I don't know how long this episode will be. I feel a little bad because last week we only did one episode. I was in a hurry to get to Palm Springs for this music festival. That is the reason that I feel like a dead body or felt like a dead body. So we only did one last week. Still kind of in the same boat, though. Like, not a whole lot of shit going on. Lions, you're just going week to week, <clears throat> waiting for hard knocks. I know they played in Indianapolis. The starters didn't play. I was at a music festival. I didn't watch. 
if the starters don't play, do you care that much? I'm sure some do. I don't. If it's a meaningless game that doesn't count on the record, do you care? Yeah, I do a little bit. I'd like to see some, you know, the lines were on and I wasn't doing shit. Yeah, I'll put them on. Am I going to leave the music festival because none of the starters are playing against the Indianapolis Colts in a preseason game that means nothing? I think I'll stay for a little while. I think I'll do some more dancing, right? Bring that tequila bottle right back around, everybody. So the Colts played, don't even know. I think the Lions won, don't even know, to be honest with you. They got one more preseason a game, and then the regular season starts September 11th. Moment of silence. So we'll get there. We're going to start ramping it up. Um, Next week, Michigan State comes in. Next Friday, we finally fucking made it. College football starts. I don't even – I, like, can't even describe – I can't describe what I'm going to be like, the energy and just fucking electricity that's going to be running through my body when next Friday rolls around. We're going to go hard into that. Next week, I can promise you we're going to have two episodes. And I can promise you at least one of them is going to be a doozy. And by that, I mean we are going to go all the way fucking in on talking about Michigan State season preview, what we're looking for, the expectation, just like an overview of the program of a whole, even looking past the season, just where it's going with Mel Tucker. And I'm sure most of you know how I feel. I fucking love the guy. I love where State's at. I'm unbelievably excited to watch this season. I mean, when's the last time we've been excited? or this excited, I should say, 2016. If you're a Michigan State fan, this is, I think, the most amped up, at least as far as the people I know and talk to, now that I'm doing the pod and have a little bit of the following on the internet, it feels like the most excited MSU fans have been since at least 2016. Back to Good God. Sorry about that. A little bit of uh, chlorine, I guess. (laughs) Stuck up there still. Um, MSU fans, I don't think have been this excited since 2016. Dude, even as great as last year was, nobody felt fucking good about it. We were all going into last year like, well, if we won six games, that'd be kind of great. Let's just play. Let's get through the season. Let's see if Tuck can recruit. Let's be competitive. Let's give Michigan a run for their money. Let's try and be competitive against Ohio State and Penn State. Eh, Penn State, you know, that was a good win. Michigan, they took care of business in a classic. Ohio State, huh? But a great season nonetheless. But nobody saw that coming. Nobody was banging on the drum going into last year. Like, let's win the Big Ten. Let's repeat. Let's beat Michigan again. Let's win 9, 10, 11 games. No one was there. Everyone was like, dude, a bowl appearance would be fucking great. If we get there, Mel Tucker, what can't this man do, right? So it's different coming into this year. And we'll we'll dive in next week. We'll talk about players. Michigan plays on Saturday as well. I actually don't even know. who Do they play Hawaii week one? I know they play Hawaii early on. Colorado State? I don't know why I think they play them too. I don't know who Michigan plays week one, but we'll talk about them. It'll probably be the episode that comes out Friday. Maybe I'll try and switch it up and do one episode coming out Tuesday and the other coming out Thursday for next week. Um, But one of those episodes probably be an hour long, and it's going to just – Let's talk about Michigan State, and then let's talk about Michigan, and then let's watch them fucking kick somebody's ass and have ourselves an opening weekend. How's that sound? That sounds like my dream. That sounds like my dream. So that's the plan for next week. And like I said, not a whole lot else happening. I mean, the Pistons were just kind of hanging around. The Teal announcement was big. That was a good time. The shirts did super well. I appreciate everybody who bought one, who shared one. 
who supported the brand. Those will, folks, folks, those will hit the market again. Let the record show those Detroit Teals from the second string, which, by the way, if people don't know, the second string is the name of the brand I run. So the Detroiter is like the media aspect, I guess. Um, and the second string is like the clothing aspect. Both me. People kind of get confused by that. I wish it wasn't confusing, but I guess it is. Fair enough. Those will come back. I've gotten a ton of DMs, ton of messages. Yo, I missed the, you know, I missed the teal drop. Are they coming again? Are they coming again? They will. I'll tell you when they're going to come back. Right when the season starts. Probably the weekend before basketball season starts. Those will be back on the store. And I'll give you another reminder closer to that date. With the football season starting next week, there will be Michigan State shirts that go on sale. And the following week, there will be University of Michigan football shirts that go on sale. So if you're a Michigan fan and you like the victors, you better fucking keep those eyes peeled. There'll be something else. And if else, sorry. And if you're a state fan and if you've liked any of the tens of MSU things I've done, you better keep those eyes peeled because the 2022 design is going to blow your socks off, pals. Keep them peeled. Um, Pistons, nothing really. Red Wings, nothing really. Tigers don't exist. That's it. We're just in limbo. We're waiting for football to start. We're talking hard knocks, but that's what Friday's for. So I need to just spend a few moments talking about this music festival. Okay. couple things right off the rip. Great time. Great time. If you ever get the chance, Splash House, Palm Springs, you like electronic, you like house music, go ahead, do it. Grab some friends, go do it. You'll have a great time. No doubt about it. Something about music festivals, like I don't know if it's that it's like a, a college experience once you're in the adult world. I don't know if it's just the fact that it's a little bit of a lawless territory. I don't know if it is just the fact that people are like getting fucked up, having a good time listening to music. Everything's everything. I just listed awesome, right? Those all sound like incredible things. Something about being in a place that you don't live in for three days and the only like objective on anybody's minds is let's have a good time. That is a special place to be. And it doesn't happen outside of music festivals because I love sports. I love college football Saturday. Michigan State plays. Yeah, I might, maybe I'll sit on the couch for the rest of the day and watch games. Nothing gets me in that zone like Michigan State. I'm ready to go do other stuff. Oh, USC's on? All right, fine. But like, I, well, let's, we can do do it. You know, I don't give a fuck, really. I still am thinking about, oh, I got to do this tomorrow. Like the Michigan State three-hour time slot, I'm out. I'm zoned. I'm in another reality, no doubt. 72 hours worth of like, I don't have a problem. I don't have anything outside of the Palm Springs city limits that mean an ounce to me in real life. I don't have a problem that exists. Money isn't real. My friendships outside of Palm Springs, never met them in my life. Relationships, <laughs> nothing matters. The only thing that matters is can I get water, please? Have I eaten the one meal I'm going to eat today? Do we have tequila still? And what concert are we going to? That's it for 72. Oh, oh, oh. And when's the last time I laughed? Because if it's been over, I don't know, three and a half minutes, I need to make another joke or someone needs to make another joke. Someone's got to do something to get the fellas riled up. We got to get some smiles on these faces, some laughter in the air. Are we betting on WNBA basketball? If that'll do it, yeah, let's fucking go. 
Are we going to just sit in the hotel room and rip tequila and listen to music? That'll do it too. Are we going to go stand out on the balcony and just pound goldfish and talk to everybody walking down on the balcony below us? That'll also do the job. Doesn't matter. 72 hours were the number one thing on my mind is, okay, what's fun? What would be a good time right now? What should we do? This is fun. That's fun. That could be a good time. Let's go do everything. Let's have one. We don't have problems. Nothing's real. Life is fake. We're in this little bubble of fucking simulation where everyone's like, let's go listen to Elderbrook and splash in a pool with a million other people. My voice is on the fucking ropes, dude. Look at me. Who's the guy? Was it Triple H that faked like he broke his leg and then got out of a wheelchair in WWE? Got nothing on what I'm doing right now, Triple H. That was that was daycare stuff compared to what I'm going on here right now. Can't even form sentences still, let alone speak, let alone make the proper vocal cord movements to make the proper noise. Right? I don't know what I'm saying. It was a time though. 72 hours of just adult, like adult daycare, really. There's no one hands-on taking care of you. If you need the help, you're face down. Someone will get you, no doubt about it. It's 72 hours of recess. Here you go, everybody. This is this little place called Palm Springs. We're going to set up three hotels for you, and nothing matters. Nothing matters. The only problems you'll have are running out of booze. Maybe you get hungry or you need a water. Other than that, you're just smiling for 72 straight. Unreal concept. And on that note, as great as that all sounds, right? Like, it's just, let's go hang out for three days. Fuck. Yeah, I'm in. That sounds like a great time. There's nothing harder. There's nothing harder that I've done, I think, than a music festival. I mean, it tests you. It tests you in ways you wouldn't expect. Like, I knew I'd be tired, right? I knew the sleep wasn't going to be great, eh? Fair enough. I knew I probably wouldn't eat a ton of food, right? You eat once, you get your day started, you're partying, you're hanging out. You're not like, fuck, I've only had 820 calories a day. That doesn't really cross the mind. Fine. I knew I'd be drinking, right? I knew I was in Palm Springs. I knew I'd be dehydrated as balls. I knew I'd be sweating. Fair enough. I knew I wouldn't be drinking enough water. I knew goldfish and Cheez-Its were going to be like 98% of my nutritional supplements. I knew I was going to just have a loud ass music banging in my face for like 12 hours a day. That's not a problem. He can do it. And I did, but I'll tell you what, when you get there and all of those things happen at one time and you're going through it, and you're waking up day after day like, wait a second. There's more tequila. We got to do that again. More DJs play. I, I get, It's 112 degrees out again somehow. And we're just going to go outside all again a day. It takes an absolute toll. I mean, it really separates the men from the boys. Like, I'm almost impressed. Everybody I went with, all the friends, they were really no complainers. Yeah, sure. Saturday morning, maybe a couple people beaten up. A couple people could have slept a little longer. A couple people's legs are sore. A couple people maybe had a couple too many beverages. Okay, that happens. Sunday, all right, everyone's a little more in the trenches, a little less sleep. 
a little less water, a little more dehydrated. You're a little more interested in eating as opposed to drinking. You're a little more inclined to sit rather than stand for sure. Very few complainers. No complainers, really. Nobody holding up the ship saying, you guys go, I'll stay back. Nobody worried about, oh, I've only had a sandwich. And there we are, day after day, three straight days in a 100-plus degree desert heat, surrounded by infinity people, dancing and sweating, and willingly going, my piss today was the color of mustard, but let's go back there and dehydrate ourselves even more. And we're going to get up tomorrow and drive two hours home. That's a special group of people. It really convinces me the same people that go do that. Cause you may look at it and go, Oh, look at they just party. Well, lazy, no work ethic. They just go and party. You'd be mistaken. My friend, you think it's a flex that you woke up at 7am and then worked out and ate a spinach sandwich. How about you wake up at 7am, 7am in a meat locker without a blanket and try to go back to sleep. Oh, and by the way, you're at like 1% hydration. Try that and then tell me who's a hard worker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then wake up three hours after that and go drink 50 mimosas. You want to tell me who's a hard worker? You want to tell me who's disciplined? They say discipline is doing things you don't want to do because they need to get done. Showing up to mimosas on Saturday morning where I know I'm going to just pump myself with sugar vodka or sugar champagne, whatever it is. And I show up, I take my seat and I eat the five out of 10 omelet and put down gallons of orange juice and champagne, even though I don't necessarily want to, but because it needs to be done. And you want to tell me who's the hard worker in another life, in a previous time when electronic music didn't exist, when festivals didn't exist, when humans weren't in a position to set up weekend getaways where everyone can go have fun and hang out. People that were built to go to those festivals, the same bloodlines that were in Palm Springs this weekend, those people were running around fighting the Civil War. That's the same bloodlines. Those people were reloading muskets for seven and a half minutes, staring 30 yards away from the guy they were going to try and shoot. Those are the, you want to talk about a hard worker? How about somebody that, hey, hey, they had 14 goldfish in the last 14 hours and they're asking where the tequila go? Because there's music outside and people down there and for some reason we're still in here. They could make a scene. They could say, hey, there's a Chick-fil-A 700 feet away. You guys go. I'm going to go eat. I'll meet you up. But no, no. A small enough amount of goldfish that would maybe power a baby for a day. I'll live off that, but let's go have fun instead. Those are the same people that scaled the mountains of Peru and built Machu Picchu. Those are the same people that fought off the hordes of invaders in ancient Scandinavia. These people are warriors. These people are resourceful survivalists. They're meant to, to succeed. They're meant to flourish. They're meant to make it day by day, minute by minute in uncharted territories, in places that you aren't meant to be able to do that. Palm Springs, a hundred plus degrees. And you're going to have a one and a half bottles of water on the day. 
And you want to tell me, oh, those people are partiers? They're lazy? I beg to differ. This guy slept. He's got a bad back. This guy slept on carpet that smells like cigarettes without a blanket under 60-degree air conditioning for three nights. And he went to work today. You understand how hard that is to do? People want to say, work hard. What about that isn't hard work? I can't even speak. My voice sounds like someone's got a fucking restrictor on the vocal cords. Most of the music didn't even have words. I don't know what I was yelling about. I wasn't singing anything. I was standing pretty close to most of my friends most of the time. I don't think I was shouting in their ears. I don't have to do this today. Here I am recording a podcast. And it's not about me. It's not about the fun and the festivities and laughing and dancing. It is. But what it's really about, the mindset of those people that migrated to Palm Springs this weekend. The ability to just overcome that little voice in your head. Hey, you know what? They'll catch the openers. You'll meet them at the closers. Why don't you go go back and take a nap? Fuck that. David Goggins, write a book about that. Hey, man, you're hungry. Go back. Get a burrito. You can miss the next hour. Fuck that. I had a glass of water this morning. I'm full as I'll ever be. There's something special. You want to talk about doing hard things? Said it once. I'll say it again. I'm sure being a Navy SEALs challenging. I'm sure. They do this stuff. They go in the freezing cold Pacific Ocean in the middle of the night. They link their arms. They sit down. They get up. They sleep deprive them. They throw them underwater, make, make them go unconscious. They revive them. They jump out of helicopters. They swim with 80 pounds of gear. They run up mountains. I'm sure being a Navy SEAL is tough as tough gets. I don't know of any Navy SEALs that have gone to Splash House in Palm Springs and lived to tell the tale. Benders, that's the civilian's buds. Oh, you worked a 14-hour day? So did we. And I'll promise you this, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, my 14-hour day demanded more than your Excel sheet did. So don't tell me about hard work. Unreal. These benders, they, they beat you down. They beat you down. Everything about me, my feet were sore. My knees were a little gassed. Found me in the middle of the concert doing fucking high knees like, damn. I haven't bent any part of my leg in three and a half hours. My waist is gone, stripped off my body. My spine's still in the hotel in Palm Springs. Voice, you can hear it. Hair, gross. Brain, spaghetti. You're back, back on the horse, working. Doing a laundry. I got laundry in the dryer right now. Who does laundry after a bender? That's the kind of people we had out there. Some of the best. What a fucking time, man. There's something else. I'll say this. Wasn't a huge EDM guy. I can't. I think I did a uh, pod after I went to Crosston, San Diego. Wasn't a huge EDM guy before I moved to California. Liked it. Didn't listen to it a ton on my own. Never like went to festivals or concerts or anything. Dude, EDM concerts are fucking bananas. 
Like no matter how you feel about the music, I it's like a must do for everybody. And I'll give you, even if you hate it, if you can't even listen to the music, the lights, the production, the speakers, like the bass itself just reverberating your body for two hours. It's a fucking ridiculous thing to experience. The lights, dude, like synced up to the music, crazy effects, crazy light shows. These night shows they were doing were at an air museum. They've got like F-18 Super Hornets. They've got planes from World War II. They've got a stealth bomber. You're walking by as you go to get a cocktail. You're like, did I fly one of those in Call of Duty? They're like, yep, you did. So you wanted beer? Like, what? There's a concert here and fucking a $3 million, $3 billion plane next to it? What's that about? Oh, the DJ is just playing in front of a bomber, in front of a B-52. That's just like, let's set the DJ set up there and let's put all the lights on the wings and in the cockpit. Who does that? No, you don't do that at country. You don't do that at rap or hip hop. It's a fucking spectacle. And everybody's there for one reason, to have a good time. The music, the, it's, it's, no matter how you feel about the uns uns, shit is mesmerizing, bro snake charmers I, why do they play recorders just go get your fucking radio and plug in a little seth trox or you'll have every cobra in india coming to your feet within the hour it's, 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 you can't get more tranced than that shit it's nuts elderbrook the last night we're at this pool not a huge pool it's a hotel the pool not a huge area there had to be like 20,000 people, not 20,000, but like, I don't know, 3,000, 4,000, a fuck ton of people jammed into this pool. Blue lights, pink lights, yellow, every color in the world lights, the sun setting over the, or behind the trees over the stage. The stage is built like a teepee and it's not your typical music. It's like slow, like melodic. I don't even know, like synth oriented fucking deep like it was like emotional spiritual house and there's people acting like we're at project x the bass drops people are doing cannonballs the full the, the pool was probably four feet people are just jumping in at the base the bass drops splashing everywhere everyone's going nuts it's adults in palm springs on a sunday night the song's like not insanely hype and everybody's just it's like your soul is evaporating off your body and going into the clouds. It was fucking nuts to witness. I was sitting in the back of the pool, just watching it all unfold. And I was like, bro, where am I right now? I'm, I literally had this thought. I was like, I'm never going to see this again. I'm never going to see anything like this again. This is mind blowing that this is a real thing that's happening. This many people came together to do this thing. And it's nuts. It's one of a kind. Fucking mind-blowing experience. Highly recommend. Shout out to Palm. Shout out to Splash House. Shout out to all the acts, the people who went fucking warriors. Warriors, the people that goes to these things. Hell of a time. Can't wait for the next one. That's like the worst part about going to festivals is they end. Everyone's like the post-festival blues. They end. I'm not even like sad because I'm exhausted or hungover or whatever. I'm sad because it's like, damn, I can't just hang out with my friends forever. <laughs> I got to go to work. Huh? They say do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Fair, dude. Deal. I hear you loud and clear. I get it. How do I hang out with my friends every day? How do I get paid for that? How's that my job? How do I say, guys, there's another festival this weekend. We're going. And by the way, it's our job. 
So don't worry about whatever the fuck you had to do during the week. How does that happen? Unbelievable time. And last people that live in Palm Springs, psychos. Why? Why does anybody, I've never been to Arizona. I imagine it's similar. If you live in Palm Springs in the summer, what the fuck's wrong with you? Don't you like going outside? It was so hot there. So dry. My voice, my throat, my like nose and my lips, dude. I felt like fucking Squidward or no, no, no. The Squidward. No, I'm thinking of SpongeBob where he's like water. That's how I felt. My nose. I'd sniff and it'd be like, I felt like I was in the movie Dune. I'm like, that's why Chalamet had that fucking thing over his face the whole time. Who lives in Palm Springs? You're a psycho. Go to Ari- at least the like taxes and finances are better in Arizona. What the hell are you living in Palm Springs for? Still can't believe that. I We got there and immediately my first thought was, all right, this will be a fun time. This is the hotels. Everyone's here for the weekend for vacation. Who the fuck? We're walking through Ralph's. I'm like, you don't actually live here. This Ralph's is in business because people are here year round. Who? Why? Do they know the rest of the country exists? Michigan gets shit on for the snow and the cold. Bro, at least you can go outside in the snow and the cold. Palm is 115 degrees. I'm out there like 15 minutes outside. And I'm like, dude, I feel like I just ran a fucking triple marathon. And I've danced to two songs. What is the deal with people in Palm Springs? Unreal. Hell of a weekend. Hell of a podcast. Appreciate everybody being here today. I know we didn't talk a lick of sports, but there's no way I'd rather have it today. We just had to talk a little festival, a little Palm Springs, little festival goers delight, huh? Huh? You can keep the Navy SEALs. Give me the, the patrons of Palm Springs. How's that sound? We'll be back Friday. We'll do the Hard Knocks episode. I mean, that'll probably be the whole episode on Friday. Not much else to do. Um, and that's all. In the meantime, have a good week, everyone.